Hey, Outlaws, welcome to episode 79. We are continuing with our summer series, and this week we're going to be getting a little bit strategic, and we're going to be looking at planning out your business's needs for the summer. Yes, you heard me right. We are not going to be talking about your needs. Well, we kind of will, but we're going to be talking about what your business needs for the summer. And this is something that is so important when we are looking to take time off, whether it is in the summer or any other time of year. Last week, I introduced you to some questions that I've used in my own business to help me get ready for downtime, whether I'm taking a week off or I'm changing my working schedule or pattern, or whether I'm just going to be slowing down over the summer months. Things to consider like, what do I want my summer to look like? How much time do I want to take off? Or when do I want to work? Do you want to work every day? Do you want to work half days? Do you just want to take one day off a week? You get to set that tone for your summer. You're listening to Entrepreneurial Outlaws, a podcast for creatives, introverts, empaths, and spiritual folks. Each week, we'll sit down and have the honest, transparent, and sometimes messy conversations about what it takes to build and grow a successful and fulfilling soul-aligned business on your own terms. Here at Entrepreneurial Outlaws, we advocate for building a business that serves your lifestyle, inspiring you to rewrite the usual business rules and take action through creativity and self-inquiry. We'll encourage and gently challenge you to dig deeper into what makes you and your business unique. And I'm your host, Melanie Knights, a multi-passionate entrepreneur, self-published author, mentor, and storyteller. I'm here to help you unpack the bro marketing strategies and entrepreneurial myths that lead us to overthink our business decisions, because overthinking is a feminist issue. Together, we are paving the way for a new normal in online business. So, are you ready to break the rules and become an entrepreneurial outlaw? Let's do this. Okay, so when it comes to planning out your business's needs, there are three areas of consideration. Your own business, usually your marketing, the things that you use to promote your business, your clients or customers, so how often you interact or communicate with them, and then your team. Now, this is a great time to do a brain dump because it can be really easy to weigh ourselves down and get really overwhelmed with all the things, tasks, and people that we're thinking about. And if you have an agency or you've got multiple clients at once, it can be really easy to just get a little bit overwhelmed with all the people that are involved in your business. So I suggest that you grab a paper and pen or open up a spreadsheet and just break this down into each area of your business. Look at each client or perhaps groups of clients if you're using group programs and then look at each member of your team if you have a team as well. You want to be looking at each area individually. So starting off with your business, as I said, typically it's going to be mostly marketing, right? It's going to be social media content or email content or any way where you're regularly posting or uploading new content. It's usually going to be the ways in which you are interacting with people for free. And it will often be um, as a way, as a marketing tool. 
The second area is your clients or customers. Now, this is going to be the ways in which you communicate with people who are already working with you or people who are looking to buy from you. So if you are a service or a coach, if you're a service-based business owner or a coach is what I'm trying to say, (laughs) you are obviously communicating with your clients or customers on a regular basis. You may be using some kind of tool or system, Voxer, Slack, I don't know. But It's definitely worth looking at the ways in which you are already communicating with them and considering whether somebody in your team can step in and communicate with customers during that downtime. Is there going to be somebody supporting your clients whilst you're away? Or is there going to be, um, are you going to be planning ahead with work? How are you doing it? There is no right or wrong way. Let me be really clear. You get to decide what this looks like. If you are selling physical products or digital products, you're going to want to be considering, you know, changing maybe banners on your websites or shipping information, timelines, things like that, that customers and clients need to know ahead of working with you or ordering with you. Again, we talked about this last week, having some updates made to your either website or also your, and also your um, out of office reply is going to help manage expectations. And again, if you have a team member who is available to support your inbox and any messages and DMs whilst you're taking time off, this means you can really step back and take some time away. The next thing to consider is what you have capacity for right now. So do you have the resources right now to batch content Or could you batch a different area of your business? You know, could you batch one particular area? For example, maybe it's email newsletters. Maybe your email newsletters always kind of serve the rest of your content for the month. So perhaps batching those is going to be more useful to you than batching graphics in Canva, for example. But again, you get to decide how this looks. But recognising what you have the capacity for is going to be really important to optimising your energy right now and so that you don't burn yourself out, but you still feel like you are able to take that time off and rest. Are there any tasks which you could scale back on? For example, could you post less on social media? Do you want to let your email subscribers know that you'll be sending fewer emails over the summer? This is, of course, much easier if you're already talking about rest and recovery within your business. If your audience and community already know that this is something that you really, really um, honour and advocate for, it's so much easier to be able to have these conversations. But don't be afraid to have this conversation in your business, whether it's with a client or customer one-on-one, or if it's with a group or if it's with your audience and community. Don't be afraid to put a post up that says, you know what, I'm out of the office, I'm taking time off. I will reply to DMs after this date. Because so often we take time off and really we're still on social media, we're still online, we're still commenting, we're still replying to people. And again, there is no right or wrong way. If that is still something that fills your cup up and feels good for you, then absolutely okay. But if you know that that is something that holds you back from fully resting and relaxing, if it stops you from being able to truly take time off, then perhaps there are ways that you can manage that and really start to scale back. Now, the third thing you can look at is, and I would highly recommend this, by the way, (laughs) is repurposing old content for the next few weeks or months. Do you have seasonal content that you have published at this time of year before? Can you swap out some images and just schedule that shit out? Because honestly, 
Nobody cares they've seen it before. Nobody knows that they've read it before. And if they do, they're not going to like unsubscribe or shame you for the fact that you repurposed old content. They're really not. Because at the end of the day, we need to be able to see things multiple times for it to actually go in. We all have experienced this in our lives and in our businesses. We know this about people. So there is no reason for you to not just repurpose old content. If you have been working in your business for any period of time and you have content that you used three months ago, six months ago, a year ago, maybe you have content you posted last summer and it's relevant and you're like, you know what? yep, I'm going to just reschedule this. I'm going to take this blog or this podcast or this video or this newsletter and you're going to turn it into some new content. Do it. Because this is a wonderful way of giving yourself a break. Now, this is something that I have always been an advocate advocate for in my own business. Repurposing is such a wonderful way of continuing to communicate with people and being able to continue spreading the message of what you do and how you do it. I've definitely had moments where I've you know stepped away and I felt like I'm on a content creation kind of hamster wheel. That's definitely happened for me in my business. And I am somebody who tends to get very inspired by certain situations or experiences and I always want to be able to talk about those things. But to know that in my back pocket, I have, you know, a year's worth of content already prepared that really connects my community to the work I do. And that, yes, I can make it more relevant if it needs to be, or I can make it seasonal if it needs to be. But at the same time, I'm not having to reinvent the wheel this is really, really important. And I would highly recommend looking at repurposing content. What I would also say is if you don't really know where to get started with repurposing content, we did have Sandy on the show just recently where she talked about content repurposing. And if you're looking for a service where somebody can actually walk you through this, my dear friend, a guest of the show, Anyo from Northern Bee Marketing is offering a VIP day. This is something that I did with her recently this year and actually went through and looked at every single one of my products and we brainstormed and bounced ideas off of one another and came up with content for every single product in my business. And this not only gave me a year's worth of content, but it also gave me new ideas for the podcast, new ideas for books and challenges and other ways in which I can communicate my messaging. So that is something that I would highly recommend taking part in. So you can go and check her out. We'll link to it in the show notes, but go and check out her Royal Jelly VIP days because they have been, it's just been really, really mind-blowing how much content I've been able to come up with using those. But there are so many ways in which we can repurpose old content. Now, I tend to combine all of these steps because for me, there's going to be tasks that I want to step back from, things that I don't, maybe things that don't really move the dial in my business. There's going to be things that I want to batch. And I typically try to batch things that come really easily to me, to be honest. Um, I don't go for the hard things first. And I also will repurpose wherever possible. But here's a question that you can ask yourself. If you're not sure, just ask yourself, where can I simplify things, right? I think this is a question that we don't ask ourselves often enough in business anyway, but let alone when we're really feeling overwhelmed. It can be so easy to just fall into that pit of overwhelm and just be going through that cycle, 
not noticing that people are maybe actually offering us help. Maybe we don't even, we don't hear it. We don't see it. We just get really bogged down with the details of all the things that we think we have to do right now in order for us to be able to take time off or to be able to do whatever it is we want to do in our business. So just slow down, take a breath and ask yourself, where can I simplify things? Because that is going to be a really powerful question. Get your journal out, journal on that question. I'm feeling buzzy just thinking about journaling about that because honestly, I bet you're going to come up with so many ways in which you could simplify your business right now. And maybe they're things you want to do long term. Now, if you have a team, there's going to be consideration for them because remember, some of your team may also be taking time off. When you take time off, you're going to have depending on how big your team is and who you have supporting you, everybody's role is going to look a little bit different. Everybody's hours looks a little bit different. How they support you, it looks different, right? So think about things like, do I have the budget to outsource additional tasks or hours to my existing team? I am, again, an advocate for looking at my team overall and looking at the people and the amazing work that they do. Are there areas that are the areas of my business that I could use support with and I'm not realising that either that's a skill set they already have and a skill set that they have told me they have but we've never we've never gone down that path and so I'm not even realising or recognising that they could do it. Now I will come back and just say you know, be cautious of your team and their skill set and the things that they actually get joy from. I don't recommend asking somebody to do, you know, every single task in a business. I don't think that's fair. And ultimately, I think we see a lot of people, especially in VA and kind of OBM work, where they kind of niche down and they have their very specific, um, specific tasks or specific niche that they have within their skill set. And there's nothing wrong with that. But definitely look at the team you already have. Look and just ask the question, right? Ask the question. So look at your your current team, your existing team, and where there may be within your budget, you could outsource additional tasks. Have a look at that and have the conversation, right? I know that it's really easy to kind of sit and stew with these things that we're struggling with or the things that we are worrying about or concerned about or anxious about. But by just reaching out and asking a team member, you know, I'm I'm struggling with this. I'm not sure. Is this something you could do? Or reaching out to your entire team. Also look where in your business that you could ask for additional support. So is this, have you got it within your budget? And could you ask for additional support within your business? Could you look at hiring somebody to come in and support you? Um, Also look at your life as well. (laughs) I wrote down life in capital letters in my notes, but I think it's really important to recognise where we don't ask for support in our own lives as well as within our businesses and how important asking for that support outside of our business actually can impact our business really positively. For me, I have spent so long and so many times I get really frustrated um, outside of my business. I'll get frustrated with like, you know, needing support with looking after my son. Um, you know, my husband goes out to work and I have family around who can help, but I get really crunchy about asking. I'm an Aquarius. It's just in my DNA. And I get really crunchy asking for help. I feel like I'm asking for too much. I feel like, you know, but they're going to say no. And most of the time they don't say no. <laughs> or we kind of, 
you know, we'll negotiate on what what's going to happen or how it's going to look. But asking for help is so, so important. And I'm saying this, as I said, as an Aquarian who knows that she doesn't do a great job of doing that sometimes. Even things around your home, you know, maybe it's just asking, you know, hiring a cleaner or hiring someone in your house that can support you in some way. Maybe it's looking at, you know, um, if you have kids, looking at clubs or even like, um, camps and things like that that they could do for half a day you know just looking at the ways in which you can really ask for help if it's again within budget and I think I want to keep kind of coming back to that within budget part because so much of online business tells us that we have to outsource it tells us not only do we have to outsource at a certain point that by doing that we're going to like scale our business And I want to say yes and no. I think there is definitely a way that outsourcing can help you to grow. But I think you have to be really, really confident in your business and in your income and feel really comfortable because once you bring on that team member, it can be really scary because all of a sudden there is someone else whose income is reliant on your income. And it's a wonderful way of getting time back into your business and really allowing you to focus on the things that only you can do. But I, I don't think we should be underestimating hiring someone. If you look at businesses, and co- and I'm talking about corporate businesses, you know, big, big businesses, they don't, underest- they don't underestimate hiring a new person. I mean, from my experience, it's like trying to draw blood when people want to hire somebody. So why do we underestimate hiring somebody as an entrepreneur? I think that it's been glorified that the moment you hire somebody, all of a sudden you're going to get this sense of clarity. And I'm not saying you don't. I absolutely love my team. I love working with them. They have their support gives me so much more time to focus on the work I do. But this doesn't mean it doesn't come with some fear. It doesn't mean that there haven't been bumps in the road. And those are things that you would need to be prepared for when hiring a team. So I just wanted to kind of mention that because we're talking about teams, we're talking about hiring and outsourcing. And I just want to kind of reiterate the importance of when we hire someone understanding what that looks like and understanding the impact that can have on us so communicating within our team is so so important communicating with everybody is really important but communicating with our teams when we are looking at taking downtime communicating with our clients and customers and just generally having that conversation when we're taking time off and this might feel like we're making a lot of effort just to take some time off but when we're in charge of people you know people are paying us for a service or people are giving us money for a kind of product or a service we want to make sure that we are really setting the tone and managing expectations and so communicating our needs and communicating what we're doing is really important and obviously the sooner we can do that is really really helpful as well now when we communicate and we ask and we tell the worst thing that can happen is someone says I can't do that I can't take on that task that's not within my skill set but at least then we know right and that's so important at least then we know and we know that we've asked and someone has said no okay what can we do next and I think there's so much clarity in knowing and that's a lot of the time where we can, I know I can catastrophize, I can kind of create these narratives and stories in my head of what's going to happen before I've even communicated what I need. And actually, nine times out of 10, not only do, 
even if it's not a yes, what happens is by having the conversation, we actually get to a better option, right? And this is this has happened so many times in my business where I'll communicate the need or I'll communicate with how I'm feeling. And not only are my team um, customers or clients really willing to help me achieve whatever it is I'm trying to achieve, we end up finding a probably more efficient and effective path to getting there. And I think that's so, so important because oftentimes when it's your business, you don't see, you know, objectively, you're stuck in in the noise, you're stuck in the weeds as it is. And it can be really, really powerful to just communicate what it is that you need and communicate what your business needs. And by doing that, you open up that that communication as well. So big fan of communication over here and working on asking for support and help in my business. So I really hope that today's episode has given you some insight into how you can make those considerations for your business's needs when you're planning out taking time off. Those three considerations again, your business, your marketing, the ways in which you communicate and promote your work, right? We don't want to completely throw in the towel of all marketing if we can help it, because it is the thing that helps us kind of, it's like the backbone of our business that helps us keep growing. So again, we've got some tools in today's episode of repurposing, batching, scaling back, different ways in which you can approach that. The next thing is considering your clients and customers. What do they need? Where can you ask for support? Where can you discuss and communicate with them what's going to happen and how long it's going to happen for? You know, really talking about how you're going to be taking time off or what you're going to be doing, how you're going to be um, still managing their accounts or their, you know, their businesses, however it is that you're working with your clients and customers. And thirdly, communicating and considering your team. So what is it they need in order for you to be able to take time off? And this can be, you know, this can seem like a lot and it can feel like a lot, but remember, you don't have to do everything in one go. Take it step by step. Again, communicate with your team. If you have a team, this is what you're doing. Communicate with your clients and customers. Let them know, I'm taking some time off over the summer. This is what it's going to look like right now. I'm working through how we're going to manage your social media or your business so that, you know, this doesn't reverberate onto your business at all. And the reason we can do this is because it allows us to prepare, you know, it's not going to be perfect and it might be a little bit messy, but you can carry this into next year and next time you take time off as well. These tools are there for you to keep using. You don't have to use them once and then start all over again. So just by starting the process, it really can help you to step into ways in which you can explore taking this time off and really, you know, allowing your business to continue thriving whilst you are away. So I'm really loving this summer series and I cannot wait because we're going to be continuing for another few episodes. Next week, we're going to be really tapping tapping into some spiritual admin and looking at more of the time that we take off over the summer. What do we really want to be looking at and considering for ourselves? So this week, we really looked at your business's needs. Next week, we are going to be looking at your needs. So we're going to look at the season of summer 
We're going to be looking at it cyclically. What is, you know, what does the summer often signify for us? We're going to be talking about some of the ways in which we can um, really consider ourselves over the summer months when we're taking that time off and looking at our businesses objectively and then what we can carry into the next season um, in September, October time. So that is next week, or not next week, that's next episode. So we're going to be doing a second episode in June, and then we've got two remaining episodes for July. Thank you so much for joining me for this week. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so that when we uh, publish new episodes, they will be automatically downloaded. Make sure you're following us over on Instagram, entrepreneurial underscore outlaws, where we continue to have the conversation over on Instagram. We are sharing brand new episodes every time they air and you'll be able to learn more about what we're working on and what we're doing behind the scenes and make sure you're following along. So that's it from me today. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will speak to you next time, Outlaws. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Entrepreneurial Outlaws. If you see yourself as an entrepreneurial outlaw and enjoyed this episode, would you do me a small favor? It would mean the absolute world to me if you could take a moment to subscribe to the show and leave a rating and review. By leaving a review, you are helping me to grow our outlaw community and together we can show other entrepreneurs that breaking the rules can actually be good for business. Don't forget, you can find the show notes for today's episode along with any of the links that I mentioned on my website at melanienights.com forward slash podcast. And if we're not already virtual besties, you can come and hang out with me on Instagram. I am the one with the country music playing, the lukewarm coffee in my hand, and I'm dishing the dough on how we can make entrepreneurship more inclusive and transparent. Plus, I'll probably send you some fun gifts. So until next time, outlaws. Outlaws.